Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whoa, welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast, a Survivor podcast. Yeah, how about that? Eh? I'm Cody Crane. I'm Joel Edmondson. This is our first episode of this Survivor podcast. I'm very, very excited to be um, talking about Survivor with you, Cody. We're such huge Survivor fans. Yes. Uh, We met uh, basically through Survivor. Yeah, through uh, a comedy Survivor show slash group slash hangout and very called Outlaw Toronto super fun anarchy and, yeah well it was chaos but super fun and uh yeah so i'm i'm just really looking forward to to talk and survivor with you Cody what would uh, anything you, you would like to say before we get into the the survivor talk well maybe the significance of uh calling the podcast merge boot yeah uh, um, should we talk about that? How I was the merge boot on Outlaugh? Outlaugh Toronto is a um uh it's a Survivor like game, like it's 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 Survivor comedy show, but it's uh, it's all Survivor format. And I ended up being the merge boot, and I always find the merge episode to be the most exciting episode for the most part, right? And that was the most exciting episode, I think. Of, oh, of Outlaugh, oh, for of sure. Outlaw, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, now I'm thinking. Um, w- today's episode is going to be a lot of us just kind of talking about our own Survivor fandom, right? And uh, about, you know, our favorite sort of different things. We have a, a list of favorite things that we prepared. You prepared. Y- oh, yours. yeah. Yeah. We should have done favorite merge boots. Favorite no, I'm thinking, merge. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll try and rack my brain as we're talking, but that that seems like an oversight that we haven't prepared our favorite merge boot yeah. when our our podcast is called Merge Boot. My favorite merge boot to you. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, for the people at home, it was it was a hell of a it was a huge blindside. Cody blindsided me. Yeah, I was responsible. But look at that, we're still uh, we're still friends. Yeah, yeah, we're still friends. We're uh, tighter than ever. You would say. Mm-hmm. We got a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you and you right before you blindsided me. You're like, we should start a Survivor podcast. And I was like, yeah, okay. I feel great about this relationship. (laughs) Twenty minutes later, I'm out of out laughter. (laughs) I'm like that bastard. (laughs) But we got the podcast. We got the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) it's here. Um. uh, Okay. So. What what kicked you off with uh, your Survivor fandom? Well, when I was a kid, I was like obsessed with Survivor. Uh, uh, up until the like when it like when it was on at first everyone was obsessed with it right yeah and then like i think all stars came around and like people were starting to like it less or or i mean like when 
Yeah, I I remember uh, Rupert being a big thing. Rupert was huge. That right? was a big thing, uh, pulling people in. Like yeah. Boston Rob, Rupert were... Yeah, but then like All-Stars, you got Boston Rob and Rupert, and they're just like both assholes in that season. Yeah. So people start to turn on it, right? But yeah. then after that, you got the Stefan... Look, Chris wins Vanuatu, and I think he was a crowd favorite, but I think Stephanie LaGrosa was a huge crowd favorite as well. But I felt like... And going in, like, oh, you know what lost a lot of people was the the uh, dividing the tribes with race for Cook Islands. Oh, that's that's a poor decision. It was a bad decision. Good season, you know what yeah. I mean? Like awful concept for a season. I mean, we're two white guys, but we can recognize that that was probably not good. <laughs> yeah. And they they kind of give up on that premise pretty quickly. I think they they read the room. Yeah, but, uh, that's a great season though. Still. Uh, I think I stopped watching not soon, at, not long after Cook Islands, though, because I think I was going into high school, and I felt not ashamed, but I didn't like I stopped. I read the room, and not everybody was watching Survivor anymore. Yeah, it was a big public school thing for uh, for me too. Like uh, I remember grade six, mm-hmm. we had a fantasy pool right in uh, my class, yeah, and there was exactly enough people for everyone in the class to get one person, and I believe oh, okay. that was All Stars. Oh, okay, because I remember everyone wanted Rupert. It does seem like it's like the hot, the height of it was like Rupert coming back right after Pearl Islands, and I remember hating Johnny Fairplay. I was I was such a Rupert boy. I was yeah. a big Rupert boy. <laughs> I think everybody was, but yeah, even like it's just you you have a look like that, mm-hmm. and you're a character. You're a character that's gonna be like beloved. You got the tie dye shirt. You got the big beard. Like yeah. I mean, he just looked like a character whereas think, everyone else just looked like a person we'll we'll talk more about it later but i think rupert is one of the worst players the survivor <laughs> ever <laughs> um but he's he's i think he is good tv and we'll talk yeah we'll, we'll i think in the episodes coming up uh, wink wink on what we have planned we will be talking lots about rupert um in the next month or so so but uh um a, a full rupert profile episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um well he he's not technically a winner to be eligible for an all winner season but he no. he is the people survivor of court let's not yeah. forget <laughs> He's um, a winner in a lot of people's I'm arts. sure all the Survivor fans are just thrilled that we're talking about Rupert right now. <laughs> I, honestly, R- Rupert is so hated that he's underrated. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Even um, though he's not a good player. Yeah. Um, I think he's still pretty good TV. He's fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I think I stopped watching. What's the season right after Cook Islands? China? No. Um, the first Thailand. Oh, okay. Um, with Yao Man and... Um, Earl and uh, I think I no, I think I watched China I, I watched China which is after Thailand I think and then I didn't watch Micronesia but but you know I've watched it now but looking back I was like oh man if I had watched Micronesia that would have like because that's a, such a good yeah. season that's um, a big part of your uh, survivor history though is that you've gone back and watched a lot of yeah these seasons. I've watched or re, re, rewatched a lot of them in the last like year or two yeah um i well i can't remember i think it was blood the second blood versus water i watched live as it was happening when i was living with my friend who was into survivor um and we all i 
I kind of feel bad for the way we made fun of him for liking Survivor back then. I do feel bad <laughs> because I'm like so. And now, whenever me yeah. and that guy meet up now, my my former roommate, we all we talk about is Survivor, you know. <laughs> but back then, I'd, I'd like watch it and like kind of make fun of it and stuff. I'm like, and people still do that, but they don't get it. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing. Like uh, for me, my Survivor history, uh, it's going to be hard for me to remember what the one was that I stopped watching because right. I remember I watched it a lot as a kid. I know for sure I watched All Stars. I don't know if I saw past that. The one with the uh, race divide, I've only heard about. Right. I don't think I've watched that. Uh, Cook Islands is a good season. It's a good it's one. A good season, especially the post merge is really fun. They got you have some of the best. It's one of the best cast casts out there and some of the, the the gameplay is pretty complicated i look forward to us dancing around that recap <laughs> yeah 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 that'd be fun well i mean you will the uh the winner of that season is back for 40 oh yeah the winter season which is the winter season's a big inspiration for us doing this yeah podcast. exactly i think there's going to be a lot of former survivor fans coming back to survivor because of this this season definitely um, and I think a lot of former Survivor fans did come back for David versus Goliath because it was such a like uh, all time great season. Yeah, I, is that what you came back for? Or did you come no, back for? I came back for the uh, Ben season. H H H. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was that was the first one I watched live from coming back. Oh, really? That yeah, yeah that was my uh, first one I watched live yeah. too. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we did not <laughs> did know, know that. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, so I am uh, go went back and watched and rewatched seasons, and like I've, I was kicking myself for not like watching like Heroes versus Villains live and the first Blood versus Water and Kagayan live. Like I wish I watched this. I mean, it, yeah. there is a lot of joy and and and. In binging those seasons, but a lot of them you have spoiled for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like the true, the uh, a very true joy of mine was watching David versus Goliath live because that was just such a uh, all time like unpredictable season and just like so fun throughout. And you, like you, there, you couldn't expect some of the stuff that happens in that season. And I think we'll be talking about uh, David versus Goliath a lot during this episode because we're going to be discussing uh, things like favorites. Just really, this is all about getting an introduction yeah, to us exactly. Yeah. Uh, before we start uh, recapping uh, past seasons in preparation for. Island uh, of Idols. Island, yes, <laughs> the Island of Idols. We're all. That's what. That's what is really going to bring people back. Yeah, yeah. that's going to bring people back. That Island of Idols is the one that people are like, oh, I have to get through that before I get to yeah, the I know. winter like, season. Oh yeah, Yule's back, but I have to watch fucking giant Boston Rob head. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's such a. It's. I think we'll 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 definitely be talking about it a lot on this podcast. But it's such a weird fucking. I guess we're swearing on this guy. Yeah, yeah, it. It's such a weird fucking concept for a season. I, I just, I'm, I, I just, re- like, all I'm, I'm gonna put it out now. If I will be so mad if like their pre-merge, 
like they're the coaches and then they go into the game post merge which i have my predictions of that but that's also because a big part of my survivor history is i stopped watching um because i also grew up watching big brother oh, now you're a big brother guy and they do that on big Brother. they do that on big brother but i've now realized that big brother is pretty dog shit in comparison to survivor yeah. so i don't watch it anymore well i know i might survivor, be quizzing though. you i'm i'm hoping to avoid ever watching um <laughs> big brother i know a lot of people love it and i know that it's yeah. it's it's still it's still, still a good sh- show but like i mean i, I like how much of Big Brother is strategy? Really? Um, it just depends. Like, yeah. I mean, there's some people on Big Brother that I would love to see go into Survivor where the whole game strategy. Because that's the difference with Big Brother is that there's so many people not playing the game in it. Right. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, well, we'll get to this. But one of my favorite Survivor players was a former Big Brother guy. Um, really? Hayden Moss. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Have you seen his season of Survivor? Um, Blood versus Water. No, I don't think I have. He's, I've seen his big brother, though. He's so good. He's so yeah. good. Hayden, of course, a winner of Big Brother. Yes, he won. I would, I, I, I'd be down to watch his season, but then it might get me hooked. I don't want to be hooked on another one of these things, right? No, yeah, and I, I don't think Hayden's one of the top players of Big Brother. Like, there's some people like, um, like Derek was a good uh, Big Brother player who was an undercover cop. Oh, cool. So, like, someone like that, I'd love to see come on to survive. But also, his game's blown, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, with... I, and I think that's why... I mean, they're they're obviously trying to make... that. They're bringing Tony back for, for 40, but... in Game Changers, Tony's game was completely blown because everybody had their eye on him, right? But yeah. Like, because... In in his first season, he was playing like an undercover cop or a cop playing like a criminal. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. was, and, and like, I think people were started to realize what kind of player he was. But they st- he always had tricks up his sleeve, right? And then that that's blown. And I I think it, now that he's coming back for forty, I would say he might because he had such a poor run in Game Changers. He, he they might um underestimate him it's gonna be really interesting to see who is underestimated and who is considered to be the big threat when you're dealing with all winners yeah exactly because there are so many people when you think oh they're definitely gonna go out early or they're definitely gonna go they can't all go out early yeah right you know and and they're all like what i like about it is i think that they're they're all really good tv you know what i mean yeah other than like michelle is like michelle from korong have you watched korong uh no i don't believe i've seen that one uh, she's the one who Aubrey lost to final mm-hmm. three. And, uh, right. A lot of people say it was sour grapes on the jury and Aubrey should have won. Right. Yeah. But, uh, Michelle is like, wasn't like the greatest TV until the, like the last few episodes when, when they, when they had time to edit her in at least, at least, but yeah, I don't, I think I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for that season. And I think we'll, we'll talk about it a lot more. Um, but, uh, but, did you do a lot when you got back in and started watching HHH? Did you, re, did you go back and rewatch a lot of seasons? Not or not no, really. No, I just accepted that this is where I'm starting off right. from now. I, here's the thing about me: when I get interested in something, I have to like know yeah. everything about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to like. 
and that's what you're worried especially about big brother if you get into big brother that's why i'm worried about it that's why i'm worried about it i need to know everything about it. i need to watch every episode of it you know what i mean that's why i i I can't commit to shows like yeah um and especially if i like it you know what i mean yeah i might not like big brother but but there's like especially there's so many episodes in a big brother season right yeah because it's on three times a week and and it's they're not all boot episodes no okay and right now though I wish that was what it was like for Survivor, especially after Edge of Extinction when there was, like, obviously so much content that we didn't see. Yeah. yeah like, I would have loved if we had, like, a, an episode on Edge, an episode on the island. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so we could figure it out. I mean, I don't want them to ever do Edge of Extinction again, but I think it would have been a better season had we seen more of Chris through the... Which, that's the thing, though, with the winter season, Edge of Extinction's back. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Is that not true? No. It is true. Why did you hear that? I heard that. No, they're not doing that. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. I would, I, I'd be so mad if they're doing that. That's what, that's what, uh, Jared Laxer told me. Producer of, uh, 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 I'm mad if that's true, but I haven't heard that and I feel like I have my ear to the ground. So that's what I was told. Is it, is that a spoiler or is that, (laughs) you bitch made me mad. (laughs) <laughs> just upset for the rest of this episode okay well we'll find out more about that and this 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 episode will be a time capsule but um, yeah uh, uh i say we get to uh our, some favorites our, our prepared things yeah yeah for sure um which one did you want to start off with here i say we go fave season first fave season uh fave season yeah. yeah uh what you got to know about me is that because um I didn't go back and rewatch or anything like that, that a lot of my favorite things are going to be more current. Right. Um, and and it's same with me, but like I, it's, it's the twenties and like the late teens that I'm, uh, I've watched the, the all 25 through where we are now. Mm-hmm. It's the early twenties that I'm, I'm uh, loose on. I haven't watched 21 22, 23. Uh, we'll see. Well, uh, we'll talk more about it. But I yeah. have watched some late teen, teens ones, not all of them. Uh, a lot of those ones where they're like, don't watch that, uh, I skipped. And maybe we'll go back and watch those for the podcast. But yeah, so, w- but we'll, we'll be rewatching Survivor. And I'm sure you'll want to be rewatching some stuff through. Yeah, as this. So we'll we'll like this will be this episode will be oh, a time yeah. capsule, and maybe we'll do a check in at at some point. But yeah, see if our favorites all change and everything. Yeah, exactly. And uh, while you're at it, uh, message us uh, your favorites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell us what you're think. Well, I'm, we're super interested to know, and and obviously uh, give us some recommendations. We're we're gonna be. Um, talking a lot so we'd we'd love more to talk about i guess yeah we'll be uh merge boot a survivor podcast we'll have the links to all of our social media stuff in the description box but uh, yeah let us know so uh, i'll i guess i'll start yeah. um i'm gonna say this um it's been talked about so much that heroes versus villains and kageon are the best seasons right mm-hmm. they are like the best seasons have you watched those um, Heroes versus Villains, I believe I've watched. Yeah, Kagayan is is. I know I talked a lot about it. Yeah, but it's it's just so good, and Kagayan, you should watch. I think you should just watch it, <laughs> so we can yeah. we can have it as the shorthand, right? Yeah. And, uh, but um, so those would be 
probably my favorites if you, in my desert island ones. So just a little bit of behind the scenes. Joel and I have already decided within a week's time we're going to watch a full season of Survivor. And now Joel is tasking me with watching an additional <laughs> season of Survivor in that time period. Hey, well, if, if, if you're anything like me, you'll you'll be able to fit three seasons in a week. Um, okay, but... So those are great, and I well, I think one of the seasons we'll we'll be watching this summer is Heroes versus Villains. Yes. So we'll we'll have a lot to say about that. But my my other my outlier favorite season, maybe my third favorite or whatever, is Cambodia, which is the second chance season. And I think it, I think you need to have uh, watched some of the 20s to get Cambodia. Cambodia is the second chance one, so they yeah. had like people voted in. And it, it it's one of those seasons I've rewatched it three times, you know what I mean? Or I've rewatched it twice. So I've watched it three times. I think it's like and, and people are, wow. I think people will be surprised to hear that because I just I think it's a great winner. His name's Jeremy. He's back for 40. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it fulfills a lot of like story arcs from the twenties, especially so Kai Gaon and Blood versus Water and uh, uh, San Juan del Sur and Worlds Apart. Like it, it just like you get to see some characters from those seasons, like like finish some story arcs, right? And new story arcs are made, and like characters, your perceptions on different characters are changed. And then what I really like about it is one of my least favorite things is when. You can't really help it when, when, when idols are misplayed. I love an idol play that is just like so good. And it's like, I think four idols are, are found, four idols are played. They're all played correctly and like all like pretty like jaw dropping ways. Like those, it's three episodes because two are played in one episode. But it's like, so those are great episodes. The finale of of Cambodia is one of my favorite finales. You sort of you can maybe see the winners edit. It's between uh, I, it's been I get you get I, I'd spoil it for you, but yeah. it's between Jeremy and Kelly Wentworth. Mm-hmm. Like you ne- you don't know who's gonna win, and then there's also the Spencer, but you kind of f- figure out through the thing that Spencer's probably not gonna win. But it's just like. It, you kind of know that Jeremy's going to win, but it's still just such a good finale. And the idol plays are so good and the relationships are really complicated. And it's weird. It's it's a good season to watch once you're really familiar with Survivor because, like, all bets are off on this season. Like, there's no... Like, the alliances are strange. The Like, people are voting different ways and then forgiving each other. That Like, the sour grapes don't aren't too too strong especially with the like the recent players it's the old school players like andrew savage from pearl islands is back and he has such sour grapes and but it's just like i don't know it's a fun season really fun the one of the big things for survivor for me that brought me away from big brother and over to survivor was the, the sour grapes were huge in big brother like i found that the correct person didn't win 90% 90% of the time. Right. Whereas Survivor's more, it feels like the right person's winning more often than not. Right. It uh, Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Not, I mean, uh, Tom Westman says on the uh, finale of Heroes versus Villains, the right person always wins. Because you do have to sort of, uh, part of the strategy of winning Survivor is not... Um, pissing people off on the way out 
You know what yeah. I mean? Somehow you have to get to know everybody that you're putting on the jury because, you know, you're going to, they're going to have to vote for you. And it's like, that's, that's the, the hard part. Right. Um, so, I mean, when we're talking about Korong with Michelle and, and Aubrey, we just didn't see how charming Michelle was with some of these guys, some of these like alpha dudes. Yeah. Um, but that she charmed them in a way that Aubrey didn't. I guess it was her social game. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's hard to, uh, to deal with. But yeah, like sometimes for the viewer, it's like, why the, why the fuck did, did Chris Underwood win? You know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously there was stuff. He was charming the people on the jury while they were on the jury. We yeah. didn't see that, right? Yeah. And that's the, that's the big missing piece because I'm a huge Rosenberg fan. You love Julie Rosenberg. Oh, yeah, Julie, yeah. <laughs> Julie Rosenberg. Yeah, I mean, I really like jo- Julie Rosenberg as well. She seems like a very likable person. Um, but she, her like doing the thing at the at that like pilots passengers council where everything was blowing up, and her like being like I'm jumping ship and all that. I'm like, oh, Julie's not winning. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I, that's at that point I was like, oh, Julie's going to final three and not getting any votes. Votes. I like, I like predicted that right there when she did that i'm jumping ship thing people don't like the that sort of fireworks at, yeah at, at council especially the jury the jury and i relate to julie rosenberg because i am awful at jury management well <laughs> yeah I mean, you got votes though yeah i did get oh votes, yeah we so should say uh, uh uh cody got to final three and got two votes and lost to jake martin who will be a, a, a guest on this podcast definitely at some point yeah um Okay, what's your favorite season? My favorite season, uh, I would say, is David's versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah. I think you were expecting that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 it would be mine as well. You know, yeah. I, I, I love that season. So good. Yeah, like I said, I'm a big, I'm big into the recent seasons and everything. That's where I jumped back in. So those kind of have like a near and dear place for me. And it just like. It, as much as I liked Ghost Island, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I think like the it started just being a bit of a piss off to me close yeah. to the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and I'll say with this with me, my history, HHH and Ghost Island, like I would skip weeks and like watch watch like three weeks. It's what like have to binge some to catch up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't as passionate about it. Did David but, versus Goliath bring you really in? Yeah, it brought me really. Yeah. I mean, it, like I I think. The summer before Davis versus Goliath is when I did like a lot of my rewatching, uh, yeah, and then that's that's when I like like watched that shit weekly, and I was like, oh my god, this is so good, and just like every episode was like a, a like an unexpected thing, right? So yeah, yeah, and I uh, I don't know, it's it's just a perfect season to me. I like, think so too. There's I think so too. Everyone is a great character, mm-hmm. and 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 yeah. like. What what I love about that is that you kind of like understand some of the background. You can read into some of the background without like listening to exit interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can, I mean, I, 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 obviously everyone gets screwed by the edit in some way, but I, I do think they 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 put together a very compelling story for especially like the the merge people, but even mm-hmm. like Natalie. Um, gets like a great, yeah, great um, uh, pre-merge edit, and it, I mean, I think she felt screwed over by her edit, but 
Um, <laughs> it was a perfect edit. I, oh, she was so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is. I'm sure that uh, the rest of uh, your answer for favorites will all be Natalie Cole. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think she is in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for non-strategic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah, that's a great season. Um, and I think- a good and a good winner. Um, Nick is Nick. Uh, um, pulled off that. Um, that they split the minority vote. That was yeah. his thing. The best part about Nick is that, like his whole story, he was going to be the first voted out if Pat didn't yeah. hurt his back. Exactly. Yeah. And that is just that's a great great story. And yeah, yeah. he. And he ha- he has a great final tribal. Um, I gotta say I don't love the f- the new final tribal uh, um, format with the, uh, the the open dialogue thing. And I I would have I honestly, especially for Edge of Extinction, I would have loved to see um, jury speeches. Yeah, because I just think that's better TV than what we get with the open thing. But it still is a really good final tribal. I think it's the best of the open concepts. And remind me, who goes to the end with Nick? Mike White. Mike White, right? Mike White and Angelina. And Angelina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Mike. I was a fan of Mike White. Did you know that? Yeah, I I liked Mike White. Mike White was on my fantasy pool team. Oh, I mean, team, I was a but... fan of him before Survivor. Oh yeah, I was as well. I I saw him do a Q and A for Brad. Brad Status is one of my favorite movies. And really? Yeah, I love that movie. It was one of my favorite movies of the past few years, right? I, yeah. It's uh, and I saw him do a Q and A about that movie, um, and I well, I didn't know he. I don't think he even knew he was going to be in Survivor at that point. But no. uh, that was it's just it was so funny seeing him do a Q and A, and then like a year later watching him in Survivor. Yeah. Um, and I'm uh, Ned Schneebly, you know, School of Rock. Oh yeah, we we love Ned Schneebly. We all big, <laughs> we were all big Schneeb heads. Yeah, we were actually yeah, going to call this Schneebers. the Schneeb Podcast. Oh, that would be great, the Schneebly Cast. Yeah, <laughs> the Schneebly Cast, Schneeb Cast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I w- I was a fan of Mike White too, and I was a fan of uh, Johnny Mundo as well. Oh God, yeah. So. I mean, I think that brought in a lot of people. That that uh, did that bring in a lot of yeah. wrestling fans into well. I don't know, I because I was already in, but it definitely because they showed Johnny Mundo in the preview of uh, Ghost Island. They show, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like at the Before, end, yeah. yeah, the sneak peek. Well, who else? Uh, Johnny Mundo, Mike White was where they were the, like the celebrities, right? Yeah, in. yeah, but I don't think they showed Mike White. I don't, in the yeah, I don't, initial ooh, teaser. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he has like that many stands to to bring in viewership but yeah oh, but mike white was on two seasons of the amazing race that's true mm-hmm. yeah yeah he was on two seasons of the Ma- amazing his, race his dad he he could have easily won that season too but that's what makes that a great season do you watch amazing race uh no me neither no I don't. um yeah yeah uh, well um christian the their survivor uh professor um no, he's not the survivor professor, but it, yeah, he he's the one. He voted for Mike and said he played a, a next level game or whatever. Yeah, and there, there's no way Christian's not coming back. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I I'll, I think you'll find out this when when the editors are telling you telling me to like a player, I always like that player. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm I, I'm that's where I identify with like the 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 survivor. Uh, casual players you know the casual fans uh, yeah is that like i always like dig whoever they want me to like because i don't know yeah. i just i, I like those <laughs> likable people like 
even Rick Devins this past season. So many people hated him, but I was oh, I love Devins him. is so I, Devins I like is the only one this season that I'm like, yeah, yeah he was good. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't. well, you know what? I like Ron Clark a lot. Yeah, Ron was okay. Nah, okay. <laughs> I love Ron and the the I dancing was, and all that. Nah. nah. Him him st- stirring the pot to get Joe out. I really like that. I'm all Rosenberg. You like a Rosenberg, yeah. <laughs> Stan a Rosenberg. Yeah. I uh, can't see her coming back. <laughs> no, I know. That's too bad. Yeah. You know who is great? Uh oh, are we going underrated players? We're doing fave strategic players to never win. Strategic players. Let's go into that now. Okay. To, to strategic players. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know who is great? And I don't think this is going to be my strategic player to never win, mm-hmm. but should have went further without, or like she didn't get out for any reason, mm-hmm. but it was just out of circumstance she got eliminated, but was actually a really good player with Stephanie Johnson. Who's that again? Um, she was uh, Ghost Island. Ghost Island. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 And she, I'm gonna Google who that is. Yeah. Take. I was, I take was a so look casual at. during during Ghost Island. So she was a very good strategic player. I felt even in the edit. Oh yeah. Okay. Like you could you could see, but she got out because uh, the tribes got shaken up, and she just happened to be. She she got swap screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm remembering. Yeah. Okay. But I. I was like, whoa, this person needs to come back. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot, yeah, I think if they ever do a second chance uh, uh, again, they they always... They, what they did for the first second chance was to like um, put a lot of those like uh, pre-merge boots that were swap-screwed, like Kelly Wentworth, mm-hmm. uh, who was a pretty... Um, n- maybe not... Uh, you don't see it in the edit in, in, in her first season, but she like she's not you don't see very much of her but you can tell like the the producers liked her and every and the people she played with liked her and they 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 saw her as a threat and stuff but you don't really see it in the edit but that's cool so you would want her to come back yeah i would want her to come back i think that she could do big things in the game mm-hmm. and i thought she was going to i thought she was going to survive that oh yeah she goes out in the fourth episode okay that i i do remember her yeah Okay. Yeah, because uh, I gotta rewatch that season, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just got uh, kind of uh, dealt a bad hand. So, wh- what tribe was she on? Um, Malolo or uh, um, oh, I don't remember. Uh, what's uh, fucking Wendell and Dom's tribe? She wasn't on Wendell. Oh, and so Dom's she was Malolo. Tribe, okay, I think I don't think she was. So hard to that season just podcast. yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> just throwing up on ourselves uh yeah that season sours on me so fast with like i just think that i, th- I well we'll do least favorite players i'm sure too yeah well i so my favorite strategic i i have a list of people i think you got a whole list i I can talk i mean i don't have to talk about everyone but i mean aubrey is is one of them Mm -hmm. but a lot's been said about aubrey um and like earlier right now (laughs) yeah and hayden moss i think with hayden moss and sierra who they were they ended up being sort of partners in crimes sort of like a a thing but but sierra was kind of flip-flopping and Hayden Moss uh, convinced her to flip on Tyson and they forced a tie, forced a rock draw. Yeah. That got Tina's daughter out. I can't remember if Tina's daughter's name. But uh, um, that season I love. Yeah, 
you, you should watch that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch yeah. six seasons. Yeah. Um, Next time I'm gonna be a zombie on this. Yeah. <laughs> just, just spewing out survivor facts, yeah, but exactly. so monotone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Hayden Moss. Um. If if the Rock Draw went another way, he probably would have won that season. Um, because the rock draw, they, the, it was, it was three versus three. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Tina's daughter drew the rock, but if, if they kept Tina's daughter around, I don't know what Hayden Moss's plan would have been, but if he brought Monica Culpepper and Tina's daughter to the end, I think he would have won for sure. It's just like a, it's I I don't know. And Sierra too, uh, she, uh. She would have been good too. I mean, it depends on how it plays out. If I, I think if if Tyson or um, Tyson goes home in that rock draw, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's either Hayden Moss or Sierra winning that season. Yeah, and Sierra Sierra is in Cambodia. She gets a second chance, and she's uh, really fun. She 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 sort of overplays in Cambodia, and she she's the first one out in Game Changer. So I don't think we'll ever see her back, but. They've given her, given her a lot of chances, but uh, and I think she overplays in 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 Cambodia, and I don't think if she made it to the final three, she would have won. Um, but she, uh, if, if she would have won in Blood versus Water, I can talk a lot about Blood versus yeah. Water. That was uh, in Outlaw. I wanted to play like Tyson, <laughs> who won that season. <laughs> Is that who you said? Because we had to for that show say what player we were going to play like. Yeah. Is yeah. that who you said, Tyson? Yeah, I said Tyson um, uh, 26, 27, because Tyson, that was the third time Tyson played. Mm-hmm. Did and, you find um, being, and we're not saying that we were anything close to actually having a survivor experience, Yeah, but in uh, while doing the show and going through the motions, did you find that's who you were playing as, or did you discover a little something new about yourself? Um, yeah, I was trying to play like Tyson. <laughs> like, it's just like, I just, I, I had my people I wanted to take to the end mm-hmm. and who I knew I probably could have won against. And I just, uh, but I, but I ended up playing too blindly and playing more like Tyson's first time around where he got totally blindsided or, uh, or Aris who wins Panama, another one of my favorite seasons. He, he was thinking he was going to the, he had a straight shot to the end. And that he was the the merge boot. He's yeah. one of my favorite merge boots. <laughs> um, this is how delusional I was going into the season. Of uh, I said that the player I'd be most like was Christian. With Christian Hubecki, yeah. Yeah, but he, I was nothing like Christian. Yeah, no. I was getting comparisons like Russell, Richard Hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was getting those ones. And then uh, Laxer said the end of the season, he compared me to Dom. Yeah, was his comparison. Yeah, well, Dom pissed a lot of people off at the end, mm-hmm. which, and I, I think I did. Yeah, the same. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so too. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, with his, I think I don't want to do go to inside baseball about out laugh, but I yeah, think yeah. Um, I do remember a lot of the end of Go Silent and him doing like all the fake idol stuff and a lot of the stuff he was saying to people on the way out and how he 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 thought he was going to win and you know all this stuff i think it and and the 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 people the five people that were last voted out were the five people that voted for wendell and the, yeah. the five the first five voted out voted for dom right am, am i correct yes yeah. i believe so and then laurel obviously voted for wendell because yeah her and Wendell were so tight. And our votes went pretty similar. 
in oh yeah other than skipping uh you but then the next mm-hmm. two voted Vote for, for me. you yeah yeah um but i i think that's a little like fun insight into who we'd be as players yeah exactly <laughs> yeah well i mean if i were to play again i would not play like <laughs> i would i would play a lot differently <laughs> i i was um a little insight. I just I thought I was I thought I had the straight shot to the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, Which is the perfect merge boot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was Aris. I I played like Aris yeah. in, in Blood versus Water. A couple other people. We don't have to talk too much about them. Suri Fields. Um, I was never a big fan of Suri. No. Uh, she's just such a good strategic player, though. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. I I don't know. I. Uh, just a frustrating player i found um yeah just a frustrating player i think uh you mean just in panama or or who what else have you seen her in oh and tears versus villains probably what was the one before was she in the one before uh heroes hustlers she was in game changers yeah game changers Changers. i watched game changers yeah she's frustrating in game changers yes she's frustrating so that's my only experience Well, game changers is just frustrating all around Mm -hmm. i think the only entertaining stuff in game changers is the sandra stuff yeah yeah well that is a fun fact that i just found out is that i watched game changers (laughs) i think i I saw that completely live um she i mean she's great in panama uh again that's one of my favorite seasons um um, she should have won Panama, but she goes out. I mean, she goes out in a noble way. In um, Micronesia, she sort of gets screwed because it was supposed to be final three, but um, they go they go to final two, and mm-hmm. she gets voted out on fi- the final three immunity. And obviously, in Game Changers, she gets screwed, and she goes out in a really epic way. And and Heroes versus Villains as well, but that's pre merge. Yeah, she also. I mean, yeah. Her, her, her in Micronesia is pretty is pretty uh, great. Um, Spencer, I like a lot. Aubrey, I said, yeah. So yeah, that's those are my favorite strategic players. Never win. Spencer uh, is one of those guys that was edited. He's from Kagayan, and then he came back for Cambodia. He's one of those guys that was edited for the masses to love them. Yeah. So he uh, he obviously has a spec. I love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also I also said uh, in the pre thing that I wanted to play like Spencer, <laughs> but yeah, he he goes to the final three in Cambodia and doesn't get any votes. Oh, okay. So uh, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do we want to go favorite non-strategic player or favorite winner next? Um, I would say non-strategic player. Yeah, Let's no, do that. Okay, so favorite non-strategic. Player. Um, non-strategic player Chris Noble all the way. Chris Noble. Chris Noble. All the way Natalie across Cole. the sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie Cole, yeah. Yeah. So good. But uh, Chris Noble was the most because Natalie Cole got frustrating at points, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Where where Chris Noble, for me, was just entertaining the whole way through. So I guess he's your favorite merge boot as well. Probably. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He probably is. Just, (laughs) he was so good in those. He was unbelievably good in those competitions. It's really fun. He's one of those people that you would hear them say, Oh, I play baseball. I used to play baseball. And then you'd see them uh, do one of the competitions and they would suck at it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this guy that just is complete bullshit and everything yeah. just clears it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cleared every competition. He's, uh, yeah, and uh, the, the the speech that Wendell gives um, <laughs> when he votes him out is an all-timer. I yeah. Lo- I love that. Just just stop rapping. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> I love that. And uh, yeah, we talked about Natalie Cole. She, I love her speech when she um, votes out Jeremy. 
She's like, you feel that stinging sensation in your eyes. That's that Natalie Napalm getting to you. <laughs> I think what well, I think because we're comedians, I think we should uh, talk every. I mean, when we're doing the weekly show with uh, Island of Idols coming out, I think we should talk about funniest moments. Yeah, in in each episode because I don't know. That's well, one of the big things in Survivor that I love is is seeing the unintentional comedy or intentional comedy. Well, I think that people are going to start to realize too that we're going to like a lot of things ironically. Yeah, exactly. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say, I mean, it, Survivor's not like The Bachelor where you're really laughing at it. You know, no. what I mean? like I do like watching The Bachelor sometimes, but I, I can't watch a full fucking season of that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do watch like watching it where the people are just being like totally batshit like what's going on <laughs> like why are you acting like this it, you know what i mean yeah obviously there's a lot of playing up for the cameras in bachelor and in survivor but i think but mostly it's like a lot of strategy i said somebody called it middle brow yeah and i, I like that <laughs> it's, it's, I, I think middle brow is where i uh, i i'm on the tightrope all the time yeah <laughs> i'm a pretty middle brow person <laughs> um who else do I like? Um, Panama. In Panama, there's a guy named Shane Powers who is, I mean, he's strategic, but he's a, he's a lunatic. Yeah. He, he's, he quits smoking before he goes on. I don't, if you saw this season, I, Panama is one of those ones that I remember loving as a kid. And it's right now, it doesn't seem like too many people love it now, but I love that as a kid and I it's so ingrained in my memory and I rewatched it recently I'm like this is such a good season the pre-merge isn't great but then post-merge is like could be a big nostalgia thing for you yeah it, it may maybe yeah. I think I can watch it objectively and be like pre-merge isn't great but post-merge is like mm-hmm. awesome they got Suri, Terry RS I like Danielle DiLorenzo um I also thought she was very hot when I was a kid <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what age I was but uh it went a long way for me, but that—that's not what this podcast. This is not that kind of podcast. Um, this is uh, this is starting to sound like the uh, the one world uh, tribal. Yeah, like the final tribal. <laughs> I, rewatching that is so painful. Of them being like, "Hey, you're really hot, but I'm not going to vote for you because of that." Oh god, it's so gross. Well, because it, a lot of that jury, it's it's three girls there and it's a lot of that jury is, is all the sour guys right? yeah 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 and it is disgusting mm. and it's part of the reason why um maybe we'll jump into least favorite players now just to, sure, sure. Yeah. i didn't prepare many for least tri- but i, I they're I, in I, our in minds mind, yeah. yeah uh it's part of the reason why dan's one of my least favorite players yeah. from uh davis versus goliath Be- oh yeah yeah because he's just very gross to me well, yeah. Well, his whole arc through the season was Kara's so hot. Oh, yeah, and being like, oh, uh, someone finds me attractive. Someone this hot finds me attractive, and it's yeah. like the whole season. That's all he talks yeah, about. He talks about how he used to be fat, and like, there's no like, strategy going yeah, exactly, on with this guy. Yeah. It drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think I have that sort of pariah where I just like can't. I hate watching this person. It just like <laughs> makes the show worse for watching it. Like, yeah. Uh, to use a recent example, I mean, a lot of people liked him, but I hated War Dog. I hate War Dog. War Dog, never invite him back. I just, I hate, and I hate him on Twitter. I hate that he calls himself War Dog. I hate, I hate how he's bad in challenges. I hate, I hate that he took out Kelly Wentworth. I love Kelly Wentworth, and like, oh, she's another favorite strategic player to never win. But yeah, I. It's painful how bad War Dog was at everything. 
Yeah, I know. And, and how far he made it and how much confidence he exudes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't know how. He was so bad in the challenges. I wish they... I don't know. I don't think Chris would have won. I, I'll say this. I really like Chris. I just wish we saw more of him. Um, I, I, I like Chris. I don't like this. Like what? The the twist, right? Yeah. I would, then why didn't they fucking take a war dog? Then you know, if you're taking out a challenge threat before the swap, like take a. I don't. I don't know. War dog's not a challenge threat. Though. No, I know. I know. I but but they kept him around for some reason. You know. You know, war dog was so bad at challenges that I felt like I needed an explanation why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't he military? Yeah, he was like, military. Yeah. He looked fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything seemed to be in play for yeah. this guy to be pretty good in competitions. Well, and I just think he was like, he he said it at the beginning, like in the pre-merge, oh, I'm not going to play like Tony. I'm not going to play like Tony. But I'm like, it just seemed like he was just trying to play like Tony the whole time. Like he, that's, like he, he was playing at Tony. He wasn't playing, he wasn't doing a War Dog game. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. And I don't know, in like post show interviews, it just seemed like he had all the, it like, he's like doing a lot of revisionist history and stuff that I just like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I didn't, I, off, I, I also did not like that he took out um, David and Kelly, but that's just me being sour grapes because I like David and Kelly a lot. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, this was my first experience with, I think, all four of them. Mm-hmm. Me- oh. Maybe not. Were they in Game Changers, any of them? Mm, Aubrey was. Aubrey was. Okay, I've seen Aubrey before. Yeah. The other three, I think that was my first experience with them. Joe, um, I I came to like Joe in Edge of Extinction, to be honest, because he's he's been like a, a big challenge threat player, right? Mm-hmm. And he's sort of like the the good-looking challenge threat guy in, um, in his first season. And then in Cambodia, he's the challenge threat that wants to play old school with all the old school players and he's not like adapting to the new school stuff. Um, so he's sort of annoying in that way. But, uh, yeah, Joe, Joe, I honestly, uh, would like to see back and I'd like to see him like enjoy the game again. Cause I feel like he got some sourness from playing on the edge. You know, I, I feel bad for the people that went to the edge of extinction, to be honest, cause it, it just seemed like such a fucking nightmare and like, there's like barely any TV to show it. Yeah. Um, Another favorite, least favorite player I would love to talk about um, is John from San Juan del Sur is the most annoying person to ever play Survivor. I think I just he's it was such a pariah. I hated that season when he finally like he got he was like on top like but he's such a dumbass and didn't really understand the game. And then we'll get to who my favorite winner is, but the person who takes him out, I, it, it's just so good. It's it's so beautiful. <laughs> Uh, I think one of my least favorites is Laurel. Yeah. By, like, just, come on. Yeah. I I couldn't stand how she always had the opportunity to take out Dom and Wendell and would never take it. Yeah. I was like, you're just setting yourself up to lose this game. Yeah. And I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. And it drove me crazy. Yeah. It was really, that was... One of the reasons that that season just doesn't work, I, you know what I mean? Like, and I think yeah. that the them seeing that before they go out to play Edge of Extinction is a big reason that all these like great TV, great um, strategic players go out. Yeah, back to, every time somebody leads a vote, they go out the next time. You know? Yeah. 
Do you think? Do you think that uh, when you're watching like preseason interviews uh, with Jeff Probst, you can tell if it's going to be a good season just by uh, how he talks about it? Um, <laughs> Jeff, no, because Jeff is like a he's like a producer of the show, right? I I think he has a certain enthusiasm yeah. when it's going to be a good season. I I I don't read all the preseason stuff, but Josh Wiggler's uh, preseason uh, coverage. He mm-hmm. does a like a short podcast series called First One Out. And you can you can tell and you can because he goes he doesn't he goes to uh, the island and watches and, and like interviews them all before they go out and I think he watches the first tribal mm-hmm. and his um, his enthusiasm I think I judge the season by because he had so much enthusiasm for David versus Goliath and very little for Edge going in. Not oh. that Edge was like a bad season, but like the the cast yeah. is definitely not as strong as David versus Goliath. It also had to live up to David versus Goliath. Yeah. And and had a terrible had a ter- premise. terrible twist terrible and twist, yeah. bringing back these there's so much stimuli going on with mm-hmm. the returning players and all that. Yeah, focused too much on them as if they were going to win and yeah. then they all <laughs> got out. Yeah. Um, oh, just to go back, I did write down way more uh, non-strategic players. Um, I got Ty, Penner, Rupert. See, oh, you got Rupert on I there. Got Rupert, a on sneaky there. little Rupert. Yeah, pick. I got Rupert. Pick, yeah. <laughs> he still lives on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, see, this is where, and I think we've had a discussion about this before, and this makes sense because you like the people that you're edited to like. Yeah, I did not like Ty at all. Right. And I think I've only seen him. No, I I think I've seen like bits of him. I think I've like came into like maybe my parents watching Koran, Koran maybe. Yeah. But uh, Game Changers, he was in, and I just could not stand him. Yeah, I think the one the 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 season where he's edited like the most favorably is his first season Koran, mm-hmm. and in Game Changers, I still like him in Game Changers. Um, I was happy he was supposed to win that season. <laughs> Did you know that? Really? Well, I mean, he would have won had they not voted him out. Had he won final immunity and, and final four. Really? Yeah, the, the the jury wanted him to win. Wow. Yeah. That would have drove me crazy. Really? Yeah. I, I just can't stand... One of the big things I can't stand in Survivor is when someone's like, oh, I don't know, like wishy-washy about like, oh, maybe I'll do this, maybe right. I'll do that. And a lot of people, I mean, they edit it in a good way a lot of the times where you're like, oh, I don't know who's going to go out. But I found that like Ty and Laurel, same, were just edited so much to be like, oh, I don't know, oh, maybe. <laughs> and, right. But in, in, and then they would never Korong, do the thing making, I thought was right. Korong, he's making kind of big move sort of but uh, it's very much sort of aubrey playing puppeteer to him yeah um but yeah and he's good at finding idols that's his that's his big strategic move i guess yeah um but rupert is a is a is a is a non-strategic player and i think he's he's fun to watch especially uh we'll talk about heroes versus villains i think he's just such an idiot in that season (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to talk about Favorite winners, then? Uh, yeah, favorite winners. Uh, let's do it. You you kick it off here. So I talked about Tyson. I think mm-hmm. he plays kind of a perfect game up to like I mean he like he had he goes to rocks, which is like mm-hmm. he could have lost. He could have lost right there, right? Yeah. Um, but I just think he plays like a really kind of strong game and has such a good final tribal thing. Yeah, I think I, I mean there's not much to say about him because I mean if you've watched the season you know that he just has like a 
a, it's a great story, great arc. And it has a great story because he gets blindsided in his first season. He basically votes himself out in Heroes versus Villains. And then he comes back and like plays basically like like a, a, a Phoenix game. You know, he like comes back out of the ashes. Sort of like yeah. Devin's and Chris Underwood's coming back from Edge of Extinction. They, they're playing a different game than everybody else because they've been voted out in such like shitty ways you know what i yeah. mean or with tyson he's like out of the out of the gate he's like ready to play but then it, because it's blood versus water he's there with his girlfriend and when his girlfriend gets voted out it changes for him and he and the the, the arc is so good so he's like okay this is like i'm i'm not it's not for me anymore it's for her right so he has to win because he forced her to go out she goes out so early so he feels bad so like he's like oh and you know no i need to win now and yeah like he just and that's the difference between him and Aris. You see, he's like Tyson sees all the all the points in between, um, making it from the the pre merge to the end. Where Aris is just like, once I get to the merge, I have a clear shot to the end. And that was my I didn't realize that I was doing that. But like Tyson saw all the pieces in between, mm-hmm. and uh, like he was thinking about each person and like had like when like when like he heard like he he put in like and had enough relationships that every time somebody was like oh um they want you out oh uh, they want sorry they so hayden goes to uh to sierra and says we want to get out tyson early on in the merge but because he has such a good relationship with sierra he, sierra goes right to tyson and says they're talking to you about this right you know what i mean like he yeah had, he has those relationships to be like if you if i hear your name i'll let you know if you hear my name i'll let you know that kind of stuff and yeah I, I think that's a huge part of survivor is just having those relationships where you can there's like open communication and people know um to to talk to you and stuff like that the yeah. trust um and obviously sierra flips on him later but it's it's because Hayden Moss is such a good player as well. Um, so he meets his match, but he ends up taking down Hayden Moss eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my other favorite winner is Natalie Anderson from San Juan del Sur. It's funny; these are the two Blood versus Water seasons. Yeah, um, Natalie Anderson plays like a game that's kind of annoying. But then at the end, she fucking turns it on. Like, she's she's going with the numbers for a lot of it. She gets blindsided early in the merge, but then she, like, turns it the fuck on. And I, I can't really explain it to you, but she makes a few of, like, the coolest moves in Survivor. Do you think that the blood versus water concept... I would love to see it come back. ...is one of the best... Twists? One of the best twists, yeah. Yeah. I really like it. Um, I mean, I... I like it better when it's uh, returning players and their loved ones mm-hmm. instead of like all all new guys. Yeah. Um, it, it, like, it like, helps you get into a new person though. Well, especially yeah. the returning player one because you're like, oh, I this is a person they care about. I care about them. It's 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 one of the only seasons where it's returning players and uh, non-returning players that really works because uh, because the loved ones are people that are involved in survivor because mm-hmm. their their loved one had played it however many years ago so they've watched it so much you know what i mean they're they are it's a it's truly a fans versus favorites season because they're actually fans yeah um uh but yeah and but i i mean i hate to give you more homework <laughs> but uh <laughs> natalie anderson is a great winner and i i i honestly feel really good about her in in 40 yeah because like 
She's under. I think it would be a, a very similar situation where she gets underestimated again because she she didn't play. She could. She's just really good at being just a number for people, and then but so, like very subtly putting in like votes ahead. Like that's the cool thing about Natalie Anderson is she's playing like so many steps ahead. She like um, pretends like uh, by accidentally in quotes uh, votes some somebody out, and then so that she has the numbers to vote somebody out on the next one. Like, it's like she's playing so many steps ahead. At this point in time, do we know everyone that's back for the winter season? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Speculation. or Yeah, I mean, it's like pretty... It's Because it's, people It hasn't been missing. announced by CBS, but it's like... People were missing. Yeah, and like the spoiler... I mm. I don't know. The, the spoilers are very... Uh, um, fucking hell, I can't think of the word. But they're they're... They're, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. I yeah, know. they're legitimate. They're legitimate. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they're trusted. So uh, is Kim Spradlin in it? Yep, my hero. Your hero. Yeah, yeah. Your hero. Kim I'm. Spradlin. I'll I'll tell you right now. We're gonna do a fantasy pool once it. Yeah. Uh, Joel's getting in on uh, my fantasy pool that I do. I'm choosing Kim Spradlin first overall right. pick. First overall pick. I just I. <laughs> she's such a. She's one of those people that if. People, people, she's going to be such a threat. You think so? I think she's going to, she's, I think she's, she might she's get a challenge beast. Well. And she's, um, uh, yeah, yeah I, she's so charming and, and will like really win over people. And I think uh, like early on, if she, she makes it to the merge, it's another thing. But if it, like early on, if, if her tribe is losing, then she's going to be, be a huge threat to people. I think that the easiest first boot in, in this returnee, uh, winners, with Sandra, get her out first. Sa- Sandra or Rob? Well, I mean, Sandra's just not good at competitions, though either. Whereas Rob could be good at. Yeah, well, that's because uh, pre- pre- pre-merge is what Sandra's best at is because she's good at. Um, even if her t- her tribe is losing, she's good at like getting the heat off of her. The mm-hmm. any like she, it's been talked about a lot, but her yeah. strategy is any anybody but me. But that's. Um, and her strategy was different in Game Changers because um, she can't play like that again after winning twice. But yeah, she might be able to play like that again after after um, being pre-merge in Game Changers. Yeah. So, so is your yeah. favorite winner Kim, Kim Spradlin? Um, my favorite winner, I think. Uh, ironically, maybe. Yeah. Um, but she's a great winner. She's, she's a great. She's like, a great like, winner. I, I, I think she's uh, for Rob Sesternino's uh, um, winner rankings. He's she's she's number one. And I I've talked to you about how I like her strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to utilize it myself. Yeah. Didn't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I I, uh, I like Kim Spradlin a lot. Uh, I think favorite winner. Yeah, she might she might be up there. I I like Boston Rob too. Yeah, Boston Rob's great. Um, I I always have to give it to Richard Hatch just for the sake of a lot of the things we know, a lot of the wording we know. He's responsible for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like alliance. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and even making the show popular, I think he's a big oh hugely yeah yeah him and Rudy. He's yeah. so responsible. Yeah. yeah. Rudy uh, from the movie Rudy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Astin. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, well, Richard Hatch is yeah an all timer, but he's I I think such a 
blowhard. I I don't know. I don't, I know. I don't love his like antics, but I, 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 think, I like him in that first season. Yeah, I I think that his attitude is what's dropped him on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, and yeah. just just his story after. Yeah, yeah exactly. The first season, um, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of those early seasons who are who are some great winners. Well, Yule is a great winner. Mm-hmm. Parvati is a great winner. Parvati, yeah. Um, uh, Micronesia, but. Again, I think if I don't know if Suri beats Parvati, mm-hmm. but I I think Suri could have won that season. She I think she kind of got screwed over. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, yeah. no, no, we won't see. <laughs> but <laughs> I I would love to see uh, Parvati win forty. That would be cool. I it's like, it's going to be really interesting. Parvati Parvati is one of those big threats going into 40. Yeah, she'll be a big threat. I see I think that Kim's Rattlin's going to be one of those ones that people there's too many threats above her. Yeah. And she's going to like I think Wendell's going to have an easy time skating. To, well, that's what the, the honestly uh, there's people I want to win and people I think will win and honestly uh, Jeremy and Wendell I think are are really have a really good shot to the end. Yeah. And and I think Natalie Anderson as well. Nick that, too. Nick, Nick, maybe maybe so recent that people want to get him out or something. You know what I mean? It depends. Be, it depends on be. his story. It, he's such a likable and trustworthy guy. Yeah, though. but also he's like kind of emotional. You know what I mean? He is. Like, yeah. yeah. No, you're I, right. I, I can see. I can see him getting like a, a getting sour grapes from yeah. from playing again. Um, Wendell has the tools. I think Wendell's uh, the recent tools. We haven't talked about uh, uh, millennials versus Gen X at all, which is a great season. Um, and the winner of that is back. We're talking. This is the fi- Survivor Forty cast now. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Island of Idols at all. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, we'll we'll know more about Sandra and Rob's chances after we see a lot of them in. Uh, yeah, Island of but they're going to be so recent to people. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's even them getting to be firsthand on a season and kind of like studying that. Yeah. And they're going to have the tan. They're going to have like a, the, the survivor weight loss and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be more in tune with modern survivor than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the recent, recent people, um, usually have the advantage. Yeah. Have an advantage. That's why I think Wendell is good. And, and, and we'll see about Nick and Adam uh, from Millennials. Oh, but Ben is back as well. Oh, Ben's Ben might be a big threat, though. Ben will be more of a big threat than Nick. People will be targeting him. Yeah. Yeah. I think like Ben just has that vibe about him where he was a hard person to get out. Yeah. Where Nick doesn't have that vibe. Well, Nick, yeah. Nick, that's one of the strengths in Nick's game is that he... Uh, averted threat status like mm-hmm. kept the threat like the his threat level down throughout um, yeah. the thing and then i mean um we didn't i don't know that we saw in the finale he wins like all the immunities yeah and uh I, I maybe if he didn't he would have been out earlier i don't know what mike's strategy was but maybe yeah yeah i i'm sure that was in mike's strategy yeah yeah i'm sure he maybe wanted to go to the end with kara and angelina or yeah. And he yeah. would have won that. Yeah. You know who I love is Allison from David vs. Goliath. I don't think we saw enough of her, but I th- I always like enjoyed watching her on t- on screen. And right. I, I loved her social media presence and oh, her thing of Jeff shutting her down on the very first episode. Yeah. You, you, it 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 doesn't. It's not. It's not a great omen going forward. It's so 
good though yeah it's like just destruction yeah, for yeah. her where <laughs> she's like uh actually i worked really hard for this too and then jeff's like pat tell your story <laughs> and it just destroys yeah it's not her. a great look but she still looks she's such a sweet person and no and, yeah and yeah i think i think that was just part of because if that would have happened to Angelina, maybe she would have talked back and became more like hated or something. Right. But and but uh, yeah, yeah, she's just Allison's such a sweet person that it's just all destruction for her. That is such a good cast that like somebody like Allison doesn't get a huge edit, um, and though she's just like still a really interesting player and interesting like character, right? No, yeah, top to bottom, that's a good cast. Um, and even like, having Dan to hate, Dan. Angelina to hate. Well, and like the the relationship you're like rooting for through the season, uh, Gabby and Christian, they yeah. go out before the fi- right the two episodes before the finale yeah. too. And I honestly think in a different season, Carl would get more of an edit too because he was such a funny character in his, his last couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, Godfather. The God, well, he's playing like strategically, but I think it's a garbage strategy. You yeah. Know? No. Yeah. He. Uh, it got to his head. Yeah. Well, and I think. I think he had, if, like, if one... I played Survivor, I would try not to get drunk. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like obviously the tempting and like oh on these re- rewards and the and the merge feast there's this beer and wine and stuff and you like it's, you, you haven't drank in a while and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. I think it's dangerous to get drunk out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, you're gonna spill probably or yeah, slip up something. Well, and that's or, when a lot of people were like. The, 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 and a lot of like confessionals were like, well, Carl was drunk again and giving me away all this stuff. You know yeah. I mean? That's how Elizabeth became the merge boot is because he like was so sick of living with her on the on the swap tribe and like he got drunk and just like vented to everyone about how much he hated her yeah despite her being like uh, could have been a number for him on his alliance and he just threw it right out on the bus and it ended up being like uh, like whatever to one uh, vote to get her out yeah <laughs> um yeah we should wrap this up yeah well, yeah this is a lot yeah We've been what is this over an- 14 hours yeah <laughs> But hey, it's been. I think uh, this is this is uh, the start of a good relationship because we we there was no lulls. Yeah, exactly. We uh, what we wanted uh, to accomplish with this was for you to uh, get to know us as we start recapping. I I'm sure the episodes will be shorter after this one. Yeah, well, and also like I think uh, we'll we'll evolve in the sort of the talking about the strategy weekly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and we'll, we'll we'll get to know the game even more, and we'll be able to. To talk it out in uh, yeah. cool, cool ways, and um, and then eventually we'll uh, get on a season of Survivor ourselves. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'd like. A couple, of, a, couple yeah. of Jacobs over here. Yeah. Well, maybe we shouldn't put our faces out so people, and we'll go on the show, and we'll be like secret, like uh, pretend we don't know what Survivor is. And oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh well <laughs> when we went into this other uh, Survivor comedy Survivor, we knew each other beforehand. You were yeah. one of the only ones yeah. I knew beforehand uh so we did have that secret thing it didn't work out for us maybe we no i know yeah exactly (laughs) maybe we gotta be like you know secret but like stay together exactly (laughs) yeah i think uh i know one of dom's uh thing was if he found out that somebody was a survivor fan he'd really try and get them out that's why kellen went out yeah um or is it like I don't know? Like I know he he knew Kellen was a huge threat because Kellen used to call into Rob as a podcast and stuff. Like yeah, that. He, like she was such a huge fan of that on that season. Yeah, 
Okay. Well, anyways, yeah, well, that's yes. the last thing. We- <laughs> uh, so the last thing uh, we want to say is uh, what? Uh, yeah. Also, uh, reach out. To reach us. out to us. Um, what's your favorite season? Uh, what kind of survivor player would you be? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what What season would you recommend Cody to go back and watch? <laughs> yeah, I'm already watching seven next week. So <laughs> why don't you add an eighth to it? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, individually, uh, you can, uh, find me at Cochrane on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Joel Edmiston on, uh, Twitter and, or if you want to see my survivor, I haven't tweeted through the summer, but my survivor tweets at, at Joel survivor. You can find me on Instagram at Joel baby. That's J O E L L B A B Y. And, uh, yeah. So two L's in my Instagram handle, but like Joel baby. Yeah, keep on supporting us. We'll keep on supporting you. Yeah, and give uh, us that five stars, baby. Oh, should we should we say what um our next like string of episodes are going to be like? Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go so ahead. we're going to be watching the three seasons that Sandra and Rob win. We're going to be going at them um, pre-merge then merge. Um. So we'll go start with Pearl Islands, then we'll go to Heroes versus Villains, and then we're going to talk about drumroll please redemption island Woo! <laughs> we're gonna end it with a bang <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great going from i mean it, this is how it was really it was going from heroes versus villains like the best season to the worst <laughs> season redemption island so i hear have not watched redemption island but we'll we'll see what and you'll see what we think and we'll all be uh this will all be preparing for us to get ready ready for island of idols island of idols yeah but we've done a lot of survivor 40 talk i think we're gonna be talking more about uh Thirty-nine, feeling fine, Island of Idols. (laughs) Thirty-nine, I'm feeling fine. Okay, yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week.